This episode of the Local Hustlers podcast is brought to you by Flamingo Pools, your go-to maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Stop wasting your valuable time trying to take care of your pool and let the professionals at Flamingo Pools take care of it for you. Visit azflamingopools.com for a free quote today. You're listening to the Local Hustlers Podcast. East Valley Locals. Get connected with small businesses near you and dive deep into their stories, mindset, and motives. Entrepreneurs everywhere. Get ready to be inspired by business owners, entrepreneurs, and hustlers that you can relate to and learn from. And now, your hosts, Dallin Huso and Ridge Waldberg. Cool. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Local Hustlers Podcast. Today, we're here with Fred slash Freddie Bryant. He doesn't care what he goes by. He, he'll take both. Um, Fred, good to have you here today. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm honored to be here, honestly. It's Any, pretty cool. Yeah, anytime, man. We uh, appreciate having having someone we know on the podcast. So this should be fun. Um, take a couple of minutes and just let us get to know you a bit. Tell us a bit about your background, kind of who you are. Yeah, man. So, like you said, my name is Fred Bryant or Freddie. Um, born in California, been in Gilbert most of my life though, 24 years young, right? Still got a lot young, of time to do uh, and accomplish things. Uh, married, in school, selling business, working as a manager at a company, and then detailing cars on my side as my hustle. So you have a ton of free time on your hands then, right? Exactly. Shoot. So you go to school, you have a job, and you run Shine Mobile Detail, which is kind of what we're going to talk about today. Um, before we kind of get into the company, tell us a bit about you know why you're going to school, why you have this other job, what you do yeah. in those, those <clears throat> regards. Definitely. So uh, growing up, none of my family really went to school. So mm-hmm. that's definitely something I just want to do to be a first generation, get a degree. Um, I know I don't want to really necessarily go into the corporate world, so it's kind of just a backup plan and then just a personal goal that I have for myself. So, um, so that's the main reason why I'm in school. Um, and I'm also going for free, so you can't beat that. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't take out loans for it. Don't recommend it, but I'm going for free, <laughs> so I'm definitely going to do it. Nice. Um, and then what was the other question? Uh, your job. You said you're a manager somewhere? Yeah, so I'm a manager at this company called Barnes Family Services, which hopefully is what I'd like to project my long-term career into. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we offer services to individuals with special needs, and we get paid through the state to do it. And so it's a great business model, and it's pretty easy and uh, basically the state pays us a higher rate and then we pay our providers a lower rate and keep the difference for every hour worked and so we do the math on that and the profit margins it's pretty good money nice yeah so you go to school you have a a job sounds like you're pretty successful there you enjoy what you're doing what what made you decide to start a a business then yeah so I kind of dab when I, it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do. So before I had no idea mm-hmm. if I don't want to be a nurse, which I can never see myself being a nurse yeah. now. Hey man, that's what I'm doing. Come oh, on. <laughs> be careful, be careful. My bad, my I'm bad. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. It's Are you being a nurse? Ver- that, that's the goal. Okay, that's cool. No, yeah. No, it's 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 a sick job and you're making money, but it wasn't for me. Right, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm just, I'm just kidding. Don't worry, I'm trying funny. to talk him out of it. <laughs> Get into business, man. <laughs> Now, so I thought I wanted to be a nurse. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I went to community college and took a bunch of random credits. Uh-huh. So I'm still even done with school, even though I'm 24, because I kind of messed around. <laughs> you say you're taking one semester off and you take like four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So I just had no direction, didn't know what I'd do, but I knew I wanted to be independent. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about like doing home health or Perfect. opening my own practice or something like that. But then um, I really just started to listen to Dave Ramsey a lot. Uh-huh. And I like, I like money. Once again, going up to my background, uh, family never really had, we, we weren't poor by no means, but they never really had a lot of money and right. they were tied down by debt and expenses. And so that's something I always knew that I didn't want in my life. And so I started to get interested in money and personal finance, financial literacy, and that kind of drifted me towards business. And then that's when I thought about starting Shine. And so I opened it up, just some sweat equity. Um, use my own money for a lot of the startup costs. Mm-hmm. Pretty minimum though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I went in with a friend and then it ended up just turning out to be just me. And so now I'm running the whole thing. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What What made you guys want to do mobile detailing? Yeah, so my friend was doing it up in Utah working for some dude. Okay. And then I was living with some roommates and I had this guy that did it and I was thinking like, I could do that and it sounds like easy job and good money. So I just, I asked the guy and he ignored me because I was, you should, I always try to learn from other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just rejected me. So then I asked my friend about it and told him we should go in together and then we just did it. And did you start it up in Utah or that's kind of where? So we started it here. So I was the main one that started everything and then he kind of helped me cut. We came up with a business model together Uh and then I kind of put it into effect. Nice. So did things just kind of not work out with having a business partner? Yeah, well, falling out there, or what kind of? Yeah, so no falling out. He's my best friend. All right, he's like my brother, so we're we're cool. But uh, he was just in Utah, uh-huh. living that you know college Provo life, and okay. I was here, and he wasn't really doing anything, and I uh-huh. was doing most of the work, especially the dirty work. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then eventually we just decided like you know I'll just do it and. Yeah. Just cut ties. And yeah. No hard feelings. Yeah. He's like focuses that. on something else. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's cool. So, I'm assuming, I mean, I see there's so many like mobile detailing companies out mm-hmm. there. What do you do to kind of stand out from, from the crowd? Yeah. There's a ton. And there's also a ton called Shine. So, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's super saturated and it's pretty hard, especially uh-huh. with some of them because a lot of them do stuff I don't do. So, I don't wax, I don't buff, I don't clay bar. And that's just a personal preference. I just don't want to. So what what do you do then? So I just do a power wash on the exterior, and then I get the interior down to to the T, very meticulous, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and that, I found that my market at least um, that everyone loves the interior more than the exterior. Uh-huh. But what I try to do differently is um, my presentation, um, my relationship with the customer, and then also my price points. I'm like in the middle, but um, there's are a lot. Especially the ones that have been around longer that charge a little more. Uh-huh. So I think that's where I kind of get that happy medium. And yeah. That's what helps me. That's cool. So what? why don't you do like the the waxing, the buffing? Um, yeah. That so stuff? for me, it's just, it's going to be extra time, which mm-hmm. is fine because then I can charge more. So it's uh-huh. extra money, which I love. But I honestly just don't feel like doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think sometimes if you just stick to like one or two things and just get really good at that and kind of specialize in that, that, yeah, you yeah. can kind of get really good and find your niche, find your industry, hundred percent, yeah. and really be successful at that. Uh, yeah, I agree. Was that like always the goal? Like, this is what I want to do. No matter how big we get, we're only gonna do kind of the inside part of it. Or yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's always been the plan. I'm gonna stick to it. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're just gonna do the inside and simple outside. I've even had people ask me to do their um, motorhomes. 
Oh, wow. oh really? Yeah, and that'd be a ton of money. But then I'd have to find a bunch of guys to help me uh-huh. and charge per square foot right. and get extra stuff. And yeah, so. There's just more that goes into it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. What, uh, what do you do to kind of, I guess, market or put yourself out there, help people kind of know who you are, who your business is? Yeah. Um, Facebook and Instagram is how I get most of my customers. Mm-hmm. Um, ads and then just posting. So not even spending any money. Yeah. Um, I'm always on Instagram and Facebook, especially Facebook. I try to be the first to comment my company. Uh-huh. And I message the person directly, which helps a ton. I don't think nice. a lot of people do that. Yeah. And then uh, word of mouth. Uh, trying to get into like uh, mechanic shops and put my cards, put them in other businesses. Um, trying to collaborate with my friend's dad's business. He does auto glass. Uh-huh. And so we're trying to do a referral thing. So for every person that gets their lunch to a place and they get a detail, I'll give them a kickback and okay. vice versa. Um, yeah, and then I'm using a CRM, so customer relationship management. Okay. I'm using that software to send renewals and subscriptions to my customers, remind them about a detail or tell them about discounts and things like nice, that. Nice, nice. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit more about CRM for those that don't know, like what that is exactly, like what it is, what it's done for you, how it's benefited your business? Yeah, I don't know much about it and I'm new to it, uh-huh. but it's, yeah, it stands for a customer relationship management and I just use this one called Method. Um, it comes with QuickBooks, which is what I use nice. to track my books and stuff. And basically you can enter your customer's name, telephone number, email, and their just their physical address to their information into a database, and mm-hmm. then it saves it for you. And then you can personalize each customer um, based on their location, their demographic. Maybe these are recurring, or these are higher paying uh-huh. and consistent. And then you can also um, send out text, emails, and even invoices, collect payments and receipts, and all that through it. Nice. Yeah, nice. that's cool. What was what was kind of like your goal at the start of like how? How do you want to to like grow? Like, was it just like a small idea? Like, oh, I'll just clean people's cars for fun and kind of see where it goes. Or did you want to take off and eventually have employees or people doing it for you? Yeah. What was kind of your your long term goal? So at first, I was you know naive and I didn't know much about business and I still don't, <laughs> still learning. But I, whenever I got money, I would just spend it right. <laughs> I just I just wanted to make money and yeah. I was like, I got. 400 extra bucks now, sweet, I can go buy <laughs> some new vans. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then as I started to take more serious, um, yeah, it went from just, you know, making money just so I can spend to putting it back into the business to growing long term and hopefully mm-hmm. getting someone else to do this so I don't have to, so it's not as taxing on me. So yeah, that's how it shifted. Now my goal is definitely long term. I want some other kid or person to go work out in the field and I just manage it. Nice. How how far down the road are you kind of getting close to where you're ready to hire someone, or are you still just working it yourself for now? So I could right now. Um, I would obviously would make a lot less. Yeah. And so not I'm not gonna do it until the point where like I won't lose income mm-hmm. by hiring someone. Mm-hmm. And I don't think any business should because it's just not smart. So definitely got a year or two probably. I would say yeah. Do you ever feel like, <clears throat> sorry, you ever feel like you lose out on jobs maybe because you're working or going to school or have other things and you can't send anyone else to do the work? Definitely, yeah. Um, and you just got to be okay with it yourself mm-hmm. to take those those losses, right? Sometimes I have class or I can only do it on the weekend or at a certain time. It yeah. doesn't match up and yeah. I lose that customer. But it just comes with the, the industry or the business and you got to take your losses and hold your head up. So. For sure. 
you ever burn out running, doing like three different things basically? Do you have time to to do anything else? Do you have hobbies or? Yeah, man, I love sports. I box now. Oh, really? Yeah, box. just for fun. Yeah, oh, and that's I spar cool. and I train. I'm not professional or anything like that. Okay. Uh, even amateur, but I just <laughs> do it for fun. I love basketball and football. Uh-huh. Obviously, spend time with my wife, um, reading, gym. But yeah, it definitely gets hectic. And sometimes I don't have time to do all the stuff I want to yeah. do, or sometimes I fall behind on stuff with Shine. Yeah, and so it all comes down to time management, mm-hmm. and you gotta you really be responsible. Yeah. What's your advice for managing your time? Uh, just be conscientious about it. Uh, either get a planner and write it. You know, everyone has an iPhone. Yeah. So write in your phone, set reminders, and then um, the way I like to think about it is like I always just conscientious is what I would say. I always think like. I'm sitting down watching TV. Is this bringing me closer to my goals for Shine? Is this bringing me closer to my goals for this and that? If it's not, then I need to stop watching TV and go yeah. do this. So, just really be conscientious about it. Nice. What What do you do to stay motivated when, like you said, things get hectic or you don't even have time to, to do anything else? Yeah. Uh, just remind myself. But for me, it's kind of easier to stay motivated because I just love the process. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love grinding. And I know that. The results will come, yeah. and I know that long term it's gonna get better. So, just realizing that, thinking about that, helps me stay motivated. Uh, my wife, and then, uh, and when I do put in the work and I see the reward, that restarts me again. That's sweet. What's been like one of your biggest regrets with the business and and starting it all? Like, what do you wish you would have done better? Uh, this whole year. So I just. <laughs> got QuickBooks like a few months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. So this whole year, I wish I would have been. I was tracking it just in Excel, uh-huh. but I wasn't. Sure. I have my strengths and weaknesses, sure. and I wasn't the best at keeping up with it. Yeah. So sure. I wish I would have kept all my receipts, tracked my expenses and income and revenue and expenses on products and tracked all that for yeah. tax yeah. season. Yeah. That, so, that can get you. That yeah. You. That's one of my biggest regrets by far. Yeah. And things like QuickBooks or other programs, like it costs you a bit of money. So sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want to waste money on that. Yeah. But the time that you have to spend otherwise doing it is yeah. like you could make up that money. So exactly. Quick. And it makes it so easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's my regret. What's one thing that you're glad you did that's kind of helped you get to where you are today? I'm glad I got QuickBooks. definitely for sure and i'm glad that i just started to put money back into the business Uh instead of using it on myself Uh because now i'm getting nike shirts and hats i'm getting looking fresh the you know retractable banner Uh getting more equipment getting yeah stuff like that so cool so i love some of your marketing um, tactics that you use like you said you have this retractable banner that you set up when you're out cleaning cars kind of shows people that you're not you know just a neighbor cleaning the cars. yeah it's an actual business um, something I've also seen that you do is you do video of you cleaning cars or review customer reviews yeah um, tell us where you got the idea to do video or how that's kind of benefited you in the business yeah man honestly looking at some of my competition uh-huh. won't name them because <laughs> we only talk about shine a lot detail that's right <laughs> looking at my competition and what they're doing and seeing how they're what's working for them, and mm-hmm. then uh, just thinking outside the box. Um, yeah, like um, for example, Dutch Bros, right? Mm-hmm. They use the stamp cards, yeah. And so that's something that I thought about, and now I have stamp cards. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. so you nice. get three details, get your fourth one free, right. just the interior. But uh, oh, 
sense. Yeah. So just thinking outside the box and looking at my competition. Yeah. Nice. Do you like punch holes in the cars? Are you stamping or how do you? <laughs> I have, so I have a stamper uh-huh. and the stamp says shine. Oh, really? Yeah. So I can't replicate that. <laughs> yeah. No, I was gonna say, can they just make their own? No. Where do you get something like that? Uh, I go to this um, printing agency uh-huh. called Alpha Graphics. Uh-huh. Uh, they take care of me. Nice. Yeah. What's your best way to kind of focus in and like, I guess, re like get yourself back on track with your goals and stuff like that like if you if you ever find yourself kind of like just falling away like losing track of your work and just like uh not as much motivation like what what do you do to kind of get yourself back on track and refocused on on the company yeah um i try to remind myself of why i'm doing it i try to think long term and also i just get on quickbooks and look at my numbers yeah and I realized, dang, I got a lot. I can do a lot more. I should be doing more, um, especially because with me, I've only been in business for like a year and a half, maybe. And so I'm still in the baby stage, is still growing. So business isn't steady, right? So it's inconsistent. So sometimes mm-hmm. I don't have business, and so yeah. when I don't have business, that that's when it really reminds me, like, dang, I gotta go find, I gotta go hustle. Yeah. Are there a lot of ups and downs then? Like when you don't have business, do you ever get down on yourself or you know, think you're not doing a good job? Uh, no, not really. Um, I try to stay positive. Uh-huh. Definitely, you know, I, I get down, obviously. I'm yeah. like, dang, like, I want business. Uh-huh. I want, as a business owner, you want to maximize profits. Yeah. So I want that. But I try to stay positive and then just think about, you know, even though I don't have a car I can do, right, then I can focus on marketing or I can focus on getting my books together or mm-hmm. this and that. Yeah. Do you spend more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it? Then call Flamingo Pools today. Flamingo Pools is your go to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Whether it's weekly maintenance, repairs, green to cleans, or one-time cleanings, Flamingo Pools will take care of you. Honest, reliable, and innovative. Just a few of the many good things Flamingo Pools customers have to say about them. Ask them about their mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down, allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, they know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest. Check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480-422-6013. Mention this podcast and you'll get your first month of maintenance completely free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013. Are you pretty much all self-taught when it comes to all these different aspects of bookkeeping, marketing, just starting out the business in general. Did, did you have a mentor to kind of help you along the way to show you these things or did you just learn it all yourself? So a little bit of both. I definitely have some um, role models in my life that uh-huh. I look up to in the business world and that I reached out to for questions and for help and guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just reading and looking up stuff on my own. Yeah. And then also school has helped a little bit. Right, My accounting classes have. Right. But other than that, you can learn everything yourself. Yeah. Can you tell us either who you've looked up to or kind of how you found mentors or role models to ask questions to when you weren't sure what to do? Yeah. Um, it's always just been people close to me, family, friends in my community Yeah, that I, I grew up knowing. Um, I don't kind of say his name. I don't know if I can say yeah, his yeah. name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. His name's Don Patterson. Uh, he was my old bishop. He was a great mentor for me, multimillionaire. Uh-huh super successful and also just a spiritual giant and and just a man's man so Mm -hmm. he's someone that i looked up to and reached out to yeah and he helps me a lot and then i got this other guy that helped me because i also 
invest because I'm trying to be financial sound. Nice. So like he helps me out a lot. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think lots of times we're scared to ask these super successful people for advice because yeah. we think they're too busy or we're like they look at us like who are you? I don't like have we're just time for you. Yeah, or something. yeah. But I think yeah. most of the people that have those information like they want to share it with us. They want to tell people they've spent so much time learning it themselves. So, like they want to help other people. Give it back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've been able to find that people have been pretty open and receptive to, to giving you advice and stuff. Definitely. That guy, Don, when I met with him, he told me once, I'll never forget. He said, the three things you got to learn is to learn, earn, and return. And so he's definitely returning and helping back and giving to me by giving me some of his knowledge. And I'm going to try to do those three things right. as I journey through this life. We're still in the learning stage, right? Oh, definitely. yeah. Always. Always. Not, uh, not, not where we need to be yet, so... Um, what in your opinion makes what makes someone like that successful like besides the money and you know maybe like all he's done business wise what else makes him a successful person besides that I think it comes down to your character uh, your personality right if you're someone that's disciplined and you're hardworking and you're gonna be successful and success can take many different forms. You can make 50K a year and be successful, obviously. Yeah. Or you can make 800 million. That's a lot. You can, <laughs> make, you can make 100 million a year and still yeah. be successful. But it comes down to your character and your discipline and your hard work and your attributes. Yeah. Those things define you. And as you do consistent things, consistency, mm -hmm. you're going to seek success in whatever you're doing. Yeah. What's your end goal for success then? My end goal for success is to be... Obviously, I want to be wealthy. I don't want to be rich. I want to be wealthy. There's nice. a difference. Nice. Um, Tell people what the difference is, in so, your opinion. And my simple knowledge, wealth is long-term. Wealth is your money working for you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's what it is. And then rich is just short-term. Yeah. Um, rich is not diversifying your portfolio. Rich is having your eggs in one basket, only doing simple things, or getting complacent. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of people that make 200 k a year. And they have a nice boat and ATVs and yeah. quads and all that. And then you got the wealthy guy over here who invests, who has multiple businesses, who has real estate. So, yeah, that's the difference. Nice. So obviously, yeah, so I want to be wealthy for sure. And that's just not for greed. I do love money, but not for greed. Right. Because I want to take care of my family. Right. Um, I want to provide for my family. And I also want to have the freedom to be able to do as I want um, financially and even just with my family. I don't want to have my job have me tied down. And then, yeah, ultimately just to provide for my family and give my future kids the things that I never had. Uh -huh. Okay, money, I think, is a touchy subject for a lot of people. Have you always had that mindset, like, I want money, I want to be rich, or I want to be wealthy? Yeah, I've always had that mindset, but I never really knew what it took. Uh -huh. And so now that I kind of know what you need to do and what it takes and the things you need to do, um, the actions and steps you need to take, it kind of, yeah, now I'm kind of more fired up and shifted nice. towards it. Was that something that like your parents taught you or you grew up around? Because I know for me personally, it was like, you don't really talk about money that much. It's yeah. Like, oh, you don't need to be rich as long as you can you yeah. Know, yeah. pay the bills for your family. Yeah. There's no point of, you know, <laughs> it's all the rich people are bad or they yeah. dishonest and all this. There's all just a lot of things about money that people like don't like to talk about or have yeah. misconceptions yeah. about. That's, that's um, kind of how I grew up too. Yeah. But I love the mindset now of I want to be wealthy. I want to be rich. I don't think there's any shame in, in saying Definitely there's not. so many good things that you can do with. Yeah. yeah yeah so for me my background's a little different growing up my upbringing so i was adopted and so my normal family both of them both of them are just middle class families uh -huh. never really rich or anything like that uh -huh. but tied down by debt and yeah. so um 
I never really saw like what it was to like have money or even to be you know financially sound. Yeah. So, yeah, money wasn't really talked about like that. So <laughs> right. I definitely learned on my own and uh-huh. had that desire for myself because right. yeah, seeing that made me realize I don't want that. Right. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. 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 That's kind of how it was for myself too. Like I know that there were it, it was like down. It was like if you're rich, like it's money can be evil. It's like, no money can be great. Like money can do a lot of great things. (laughs) Definitely. I'm the same way. I want to do good. Like I have plans to do good, not just have a ton of money for myself. Like, yeah, that'll be nice to be able to do the things I want. And I don't know, but I want to help other people too. So I think it's a good mindset to be able to get to, to, to want that. Yeah, I agree. And I I would say that money might not necessarily be like the root of, happiness but it yeah. definitely can provide a lot of things that make you happy right it like, increases your happiness yeah, yeah. <laughs> if someone gives me a hundred mil my happiness is <laughs> so, yeah you're happy so. if you can pay the bills you're happy if you can provide for your family yeah. you do, go on the vacations you want to do get that hundred mil like you yeah. said so yeah i don't believe when people say money doesn't bring you happiness i don't believe that yeah. <laughs> and when people say it would be a lot happier too exactly. like and yeah. when people say more money more problems i don't agree with that either yeah. uh, my problems are going down if i have more <laughs> so I guess everything you're doing is just um, kind of putting you on that path to create that wealth you're doing with school, this job, and and your business. I guess what would you say your goal is for? Um, do you ever want to retire, or do you plan on kind of working the rest of your life? Yeah, I actually had this talk with my wife the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to say I want to retire early and yeah. have enough money to retire early, uh-huh. but now I I want to work till I'm dead. Yeah. I like working. Obviously, I'll be like on the management side and right. owning the company, and not as active. But uh-huh. I want to work as much as I can because my company hopefully will pay me more than my retirement. How does your wife feel about that statement? She's fine with it. Yeah, as long as I come home and see her and <laughs> do what I'm supposed to do. Right. So yeah. you you'd rather be more of like a a supervisor, investor kind of yeah kind of work more later in life. Rather yeah. Than out in the trenches, out, out still shining up the cars. Definitely, yeah. And I don't plan on having shine mobile detail forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I plan on doing something with the field that I'm in now, managing. Uh-huh. And that's more long-term and right. more suitable. Uh-huh. Yeah. Would you like to grow shine one day so you could sell it? Uh, yeah, definitely. That's that's the plan for sure. Maybe, yeah, definitely. Nice. Yeah. What, I guess, what's... Um, the most important thing you've learned from starting up a business? I've The most important thing I would say is starting up a business is just like how you live your life, mm-hmm. right? If you got someone that can't manage their own money, there's no way they can manage a business. Yeah. And so the rule with business, you just keep it simple. You want to maximize your profits, but also limit your expenses. Uh-huh. And, and so I try to apply financial principles from personal financial literacy into my business so i always i think any business should should have you know you should save 15 percent of your revenue or net income for a rainy day or whatever you know um you should allocate money towards marketing you should allocate money towards this and that yeah and then you should practice the same principles with your personal life Mm -hmm. you know obviously spend less than what you make um don't have debt. I don't think you should have too much debt in a business. Um, a lot of people are afraid to use sweat equity and just work, and right. so they'll go out and get a credit line, and then you increase your liabilities, and then your business fails. Mm-hmm. So I just try to compare those two, life and your business, and run them the same way based right. on those principles. That's cool. That's cool. What What would you say for 
you and Shaimo will detail what is a non-negotiable. Like, what's something that you won't you won't change? Yeah, I won't um, wax buffer clay bar. Probably, okay. yeah. <laughs> I just do not want to. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of people ask me, like, I've had negotiations with business owners that want their cars done and these are like high-end people all their employees have porsche tesla bmw Uh and they want me to come do their employees cars in one day and i'm like that's fine i can knock it out but they're like okay but we want it at this price right yeah and so i won't i won't do anything where i'm not making money Uh and i think any business owner should understand that and yeah i'm just detailing your car but it takes me two to three hours and I spend right. X amount in expenses and product and then hiring another person. So that's something that's not negotiable. It's like my price point. Like yeah. I still have to make money at the end of the day. Right. And, and they don't really know, like they're just like, they don't really know what goes into it. You know, they don't, yeah. they don't know that they might be like, well, that's a bit overpriced just to clean my car. It's like, well, yeah, but I'm putting like my sweat into this. Yeah. Thing. It's not a nonprofit, right? Yeah. Definitely. Non-profit. I'm here to make profit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you've talked about like these high-end cars. What's like the, the nicest car you've ever detailed before? Nicest car? I actually haven't done that nice of a car, unfortunately. But I do, I've do. i done a lot of BMWs and Mercedes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I haven't done like a G-Wagon or something yeah. like that. I want to, but my market's kind of the middle class. Right, okay. Yeah. Is it fun getting the nicer cars? Definitely. It looks better for the Instagram. Right. Yeah, yeah. so. You ever get some just nasty cars? Oh, yeah. Um, the Especially the mom cars. Those are pretty gross. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. picturing my family suburban. <laughs> Whoever had to clean that thing out well, it was usually me. But <laughs> <laughs> I just had to clean up uh, puke. Oh no! Yeah, out of oh. a mom car the other like two weeks ago. So oh, yeah, you man. see it all. Man, what's like the crappiest? Like, did somebody get a hold of you and say like they have like a? Um, <laughs> what did you have? Excuse me, Rodeo. Nineteen ninety six. I've seen that thing. <laughs> Made before I was born. Um, yeah, no, I, someone called me and like, yo, can you clean my car? And it was really weird because I met like their little brother at his apartment, but uh-huh. it wasn't his car. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we ended up driving into their house so we could use the electrical outlet. And it ended up being a guy, the guy was like a painter. And so his car was just full of paint that was like in the seats and in the carpets and on the plastics. And you're like, bro, I, uh, there's not much I can do. And I found, <laughs> I found a little bong in there too. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You took that with you, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um and so yeah that was probably the worst one yeah and a bad experience too yeah he wasn't happy that I couldn't get the paint out yeah sure. I don't know what he expected but. <laughs> how how do you handle how do you hand like what is your way of handling customers that have like if they give you a bad review I mean mm-hmm. I, or complain yeah about I, I think even the best companies you know still get complaints yeah. and, and bad reviews so all the time what's your way of handling that. It's a good question. At first, I was scared. I was like, crap, I don't want them to say something bad or I don't want to lose this customer or get a bad rep. And so, like, I would, I was naive and still learning. So, I would, like, refund them their money Uh, after doing the whole detail. Yeah, never doing that. I don't do that anymore. I don't do that anymore. So, now I just try to talk to them calmly, talk to them nice, talk to them professionally. Uh, Maybe offer them a little discount or tell them, like, you know, I can come back and do it again. I'm more than happy to. Okay. But yeah, and then if they throw up a comment, um, I was taught, you know, just leave it. You can comment something nice back, but yeah. just leave it because it looks weird if you delete it or trying to hide it. Yeah. Yeah. When you get bad reviews, sometimes you want to like respond nasty. You ever, oh, you yeah. ever get those times you want to 
Yeah, I have this one guy that was, he was really weird and like tried to rip us off and he called me and was talking to me on the phone, not in a good way. Uh, I was starting to talk unprofessionally and so, yeah, you gotta definitely got to catch yourself because you your initial down. reaction is you yeah. want to bark back. But, it's yeah. that fight or flight kicks in. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what I think. Yeah, I'll yeah. show you what's up. Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> I think the best way to avoid that, and I'm not saying you didn't do this, but just being upfront with you know what your service is. Yeah. So people will be unhappy no matter what sometimes, but mm-hmm. if you're upfront about what you're gonna do and you you do that, you do your best to do that. There's no need to you know refund them or anything yeah. like that. So yeah, definitely. I learned that the hard way, but yeah, I agree. Is there times where you ever like get into a situation and you look at the car and you're like, all right, I'm not gonna be able to clean this up, like. Your kid drew Sharpie all over this place. Like, uh, like, do you kind of set an expectation before you clean the car? Like, yeah. Hey, there's some issues here. I can't take care of that, so I'm gonna do my best to do what I can. But uh huh. Yeah, definitely. It's something I had to learn to start doing, mm-hmm. and so now I always walk through the car with the customer before I detail it and tell them like, this is how it looks now. I'm gonna take before and afters. Um, and you'll see the difference, mm-hmm. but I can't guarantee that these stains will come out. And most of the time, they're usually fine. That's cool. That is cool. Okay. I wanted to jump back really quick. I know we talked about marketing a bit earlier. Um, we talked about some of the organic things you do. I think you mentioned you've done Facebook ads too. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a bit about that, how you've done that, how you kind of learned to, to target the right audience, if that's been successful or not for you? Yeah. Um, it's pretty easy to navigate through. You just click on it. You can change the bars, uh, the dollar amount, uh-huh. and then you can specify it, the population, demographic, uh-huh. um, location, and then it tells you how many people you'll reach based on your search and yeah. how much you gave. So I just that's how I did it. It's pretty simple. Do you see a big return on the money that you put into those ads? Um, yeah, on the Instagram ones, but not Facebook for oh, some really? reason. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which you, I thought I would Facebook because right, more older people, right, yeah. Yeah. but I get better results on Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna hop into something that uh, we we just started. This is you're the first person, so we're Uh-oh. gonna see how this goes. We've done a new segment. Uh oh. We actually don't have a name for it yet. Um, Let's come up with one. <laughs> Let us know if you have <laughs> give, us, give us some ideas at the <laughs> end. If you have an idea, we'll okay. take it. Yeah, yeah. So you have 60 seconds. It's kind of a rapid fire. We have a couple questions. Some of them are business related. Some aren't. Okay. Um, so you have 60 seconds to see how many of these questions you can answer. Oof, shoot. Okay. All right. You Let's ready it. for it? Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna start it off, and we're just gonna go boom, 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 um, and we are gonna wait for the timer. And three, two, one. Favorite junk food? Ooh, ice cream. Uh, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Um, have you seen the movie Jumper? Teleport. I'd want to teleport. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, music you turn on when nobody is around? Ooh, probably some Mariah Carey, honestly. Uh, I like it. <laughs> if, if you're stuck on an island, what's one thing you would bring? My wife. Uh, nice. We'll do that. Nice. All right. Guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to bring No, no, no. <laughs> That's the next question. Guilty pleasure? Yeah. Uh, Sorry. My wife. <laughs> Favorite quote? Favorite quote. Uh, Nelson Mandela. No one is taught to hate. No, no one is born growing up hating. They're taught to hate. They're taught to hate. They can be taught to love. Nice. Ooh, I like that. If you could have dinner with anyone in time, who would it be? Kendall Jenner. What's your spirit animal? Uh... 
Tiger. White Tiger. And Dang, I that was slow. Wow. That was slow. <laughs> You got a total wow. of eight questions. Eight out of six. <laughs> Gosh dang. Well, the good news is, since you're the first person to do it, you are currently in the lead. So Let's we, go. You hold the crown for Let's our, go. our unnamed competition. Make sure you put that up there. Someone can beat you. So <laughs> you hold the top spot for That's now. dope. Congrats. That was fun. All right, so any names for us? Any names? Yeah. What should the game be called? Good question. Rapid fire is too generic. Yeah, yeah. too basic. It's already been trademarked. Yeah. <laughs> TM. Uh, sixty seconds in heaven. Sixty seconds in heaven. Sixty questions in heaven. I don't yeah. know. Well, I don't know. We'll think about <laughs> that for a bit and get back. Hey, to if you. you don't, I will. <laughs> okay. Um, can you repeat that quote for us that you said? Because I really like that. Yeah. Um, it's by Nelson Mandela. He said, "No one is born hating." They're taught to hate, and if they're taught to hate, then they can be taught to love. That's cool. So there's hope in everything. Oh, yeah. And people need to be taught. If they're willing to be receptive and open-minded, you can be taught. Especially, you know, with today and how people are so standoffish sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Well, Fred, Freddie, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Frederick. Uh, Frederick. Whatever. Just... Just, yeah, yeah, whatever it is, uh, <laughs> we appreciate you being here. Thanks um, for having me. Is there anything you want to say to your potential customers or customers that you already have before we kind of yeah. wrap this up? Love you guys. Thank you for the support. Um, I always promise to give you my best. You can reach me at 480-529-3843. Hit me up on social media and Instagram at Shine Mobile Detail. That's it. You heard it. Hit him up. Nice. All right. Well, thanks again, Fred. And we'll catch you. you guys next time. Sounds good.